0: You are listening to the Self-Made Babe podcast with your co-hosts, Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert, who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard take our hands, join in conversation and get real support as you build your empire because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabe babe podcast. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Self-Made Babe Podcast. Today we're here with Becca, uh, the co-founder of Dubsado. Becca is an entrepreneur, tea lover, Netflix watcher, and duh, Dubsado owner. With two kids, life is commonly pretty crazy. Owning a few businesses is such a fun thing to do. Becca's husband wishes she didn't have any downtime since that is when the ideas just seem to roll. Welcome, Becca. We're so excited to have
1: you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of
0: course. So that the audience can have an idea of what you do before we dive in deep here, do you want to walk us through what is this magical Dubsado thing?
1: Yeah, Dubsado is a client management system for the creative entrepreneur. Things from, you know, just sending contracts, invoices, questionnaires, um, and keeping your bookings all in one place. Dubsado does it all and just helps you stay organized in your business life and hopefully making things a little bit easier because um, running a business is surely a very hard thing to do and sometimes you just can't keep up. So hopefully we're there to help and that's what we do. I love
0: it. So, you were telling us that your biggest struggle um, right now is balancing family time and work time. Let's dive into that
1: a little because you have kids. Are you homeschooling or school schooling? Or? Well, they are. Uh, the oldest is three, almost four, so he's pre okay. school. Okay. Yeah, and the youngest is one and a half, so not quite in school yet, but we do have a nanny that watches them when we are at work, um, <clears throat> but the hardest part is just when we come home from work, you know, running your own business is, it's kind of, it's crazy, and like we were talking about before the podcast started is all the emails, and just, you know, keeping up with the everyday things that running a business takes, it's, it's really tough, because um, when you run your own business, you take it home with you, no matter how you try to separate it. Um, it just comes home. Either it's in your mind, you're always thinking about it and trying to be there 100% for your kids as well is also a very, it's a very hard thing, but in the end, it's also a blessing as well because it allows you to forget um, but just knowing that it's okay to forget about it sometimes that's when you feel a little bit guilty um, and that's when that's where I struggle <laughs> it's just finding that that middle balance of what is too much work and what is okay to just let it go at that moment
0: and I think the crazy thing too and I, I'm sure you experienced this is that we set all of these quiet deadlines for ourselves that we don't tell anybody else about, we don't ink to paper, uh, but the moment we pass one of those unwritten, unspoken deadlines, life's over, right? It, it's right.
1: the world. That's that's what my husband he laughs at me about. He's like, "When did this become something that was that was you know to happen?" It was in my head, like happened at the time. So yes, I definitely totally relate to that. For sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I think that's, I feel like, honestly, that's where a lot of, like, our time management struggles come from, right? It's not, mm-hmm. it's not that we're dumb. It's not that we don't know how to balance the calendar like we would a checkbook. It's right. just that all of these unspoken deadlines pop up and kill us.
1: Yes. And, you know, those can be a blessing sometimes, you know, it kind of keeps you, keeps you going, keeps you motivated, but, but Yeah. <laughs> they can also kill you too.
0: (laughs) On the flip side of that, uh, we also asked about your biggest success. And I mean, anyone who is anyone who does anything has been hearing Sato's name everywhere for Mm -hmm. the past year. So talk to us a little bit about what that looks like coming from being a relatively unknown a year ago to
1: basically, you know, owning the market maybe. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty fun. Um, we had no idea what even the market was like before we got into it. It was just something that I wanted to, and we actually started doing it a couple years prior. Um, started to build this up, but then you know things really kicked into gear and. Um, I had no idea what the market was like. I had no idea who the competition was, no idea what that looked like. And when we just started doing it, I would say like our biggest success was Instagram. Everything was done through Instagram. And um, it was just showed what a valuable tool, number one, that is. And it just kind of picked up traction from there. And we really believed in, I think our biggest success would be the community that we've got with us, we're really not doing much of the promoting at all. It is just the people who are the Dubsado users go out and just spread the word, and that's like the best form of marketing, and that's been our biggest success is just getting our Dubzotto community out there and spread the word. We love that. And I never expected that, (laughs) the community along with it. You know, you think when you're building a software company, you're not building a community with it. And it was a really, it was a pleasant surprise. And I was happy to have that. For sure.
0: As a marketing and PR strategist, um, those brand evangelists can be my biggest blessing and my biggest nightmare. Um, How have you guys balanced letting people tell their own stories about Dubsado, making sure that your ideal brand messages are getting out there.
1: Yeah, it's just, I think the number one thing is just letting everyone feel like they are heard and because they are heard um, even if we do receive any kind of feedback that isn't maybe swaying in our way um, it's just addressing those and showing you know the people that we are listening to you no matter if you're saying anything good if you're saying something you know not so good. we're listening and if it's something not so good well you best bet we're gonna be you know improving that in the next few months and that has always been our goal If there's something that someone wants, it's just, you know, the next week, hey, we have it. There you go. Um, we love listening to our people. And that, you know, negative feedback or whatever is only what makes us get better and better because it was something that's lacking. And now we have it. And it's not a bad feedback anymore. So true.
0: You said um, in our prep that you see letting go, delegating, um, all of those wonderful things that come with growth as one of your biggest struggles yeah. going forward. Um, But I also was doing some stocking and noticed that you started hiring a team. So (laughs) talk to us about what that looks like, because obviously you are delegating,
1: right? You hired a team. (laughs) So hard. (laughs) Um, I mean, as we, when we started out with Dubzada, it was just me and Jake, Jake, made it. Uh, My husband, Jake, he made the program and I did all the uh, social media and everything else, all the emails and whatnot. He just did the programming. And when you start from that small and you realize that you built something, it's hard to then say, okay, well you can start doing this. And it's just relinquishing that trust, um, knowing that someone else can carry out exactly what you were doing the same way you were doing it. And most likely, even better, because um, they have a different perspective on things. So um, I think when I filled out the podcast, your guys's podcast thing, it was just still me and Jake. Um, we since hired someone else to help out with the customer service uh, as well, and then a whole slew of programmers we just hired on. So that that I will tell you is not really wishing any of mine. It's all Jake. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a little cheat there, but um, no, it's just the the whole slew of programmers is what we are so excited about. It's going to be pretty awesome. And then also I, I, I did get, delegate out the um, social media part of it, which I didn't realize that I... That, that was really hard to do. And I was kind of happy to give that, you know, let that go. And that's what I realized too. It's like, oh, I actually have more time to be a little bit more creative and, um, come up with the new features that we're going to be planning next. What I really, really love. And that's my favorite. And if I was still doing the social media part of it, I would have never figured that out. So it's definitely, um, I'm getting better since I filled out that thing. <laughs> and it's have definitely a put- good thing.
0: Have you put any systems or processes in place to kind of ensure consistency and continuity with the hires, or are you kind of playing it by ear? What does that look like for you?
1: Yeah, we, um, Jake, my husband, he vets all the, the, the hires, um, and it's just, we are a big family here, and our number one thing is will you fit in with the big family? And most likely it's, it's a yes, but you know, just personality wise and do you enjoy being part of the family? Some people don't really care. They just want to go to work. They want to get it done and they want to go home. Okay. Um, they don't want to have that connection. And so that was one of our, our biggest things was when we were hiring it's, does, does everyone get along? When we did our hiring process, we did a whole group interview. And the important part was, does everyone in this interview get along? Do they work together? And that was the thing to, how are they in teams? So we divided them up in teams. So um, our biggest focus with the hiring process was, do, does they, do they fit with the family? Is this the family that we are continuing? We're growing. Our family is growing. And um, it's just nice to add more members to our family too. For sure.
0: All right. I'm going to toss it over to Lola. We're about to get real personal here. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> she always makes me out to be the scary one. <laughs> it's not scary.
0: You just know me. I am all personal and no personal. So <laughs> That's
2: totally true. Um so as we were talking, I love hearing about Obsato because if our listeners don't use I or don't know, I use it religiously in my photography business, and I'm slowly totally using it for the Baton Collective as well. Um, so I love hearing everything about it and getting all the secrets sneak peeks but um <laughs> but there are things that a i don't know mm-hmm. and that um i want to ask more on the personal side so sure. the thing i wanted to go back to is something you mentioned a little bit earlier which was mom guilt um which is something that so so many um i personally don't have kids i have furry ones, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> But I know, especially within the baby talk collective, is a strong female uh, community. So I hear it all the time how guilty some of our birth photographers are feeling about missing their children's cheerleading competition because they're on call, or how um, you know a wedding might fall on the same days their son's soccer game or whatever. It's such mm-hmm. a strong um, adverse feeling for us to work through, um, when it comes to also doing something we also feel so passionately about. So can you talk a little bit about maybe, um, moments during the day where that hits you the most? Like, are you feeling, um, is it when you get home for dinner time you're like, Oh, I wish I could have spent more time with you earlier today or, or, where, what does that look like for you, the
1: mom? Yeah, most of the time, it's, um, everything is on her phones now, and it's such a good thing, but that's where I struggle the most is, you know, it's bath time, and I am answering something or doing something on my phone, and then I miss out on something cool that just happened or um, something cute that they did or whatever. Oh. That's where, you know, you know, you're in it, you're doing it, and then like an hour later, it's like, yikes, that all just kind of passed. And I've kind of been just on my phone. So I do my best. I mean, it's, it's so hard to just let it go because when you don't, I mean, your, your business is not going to fall apart if you're away for an hour at night. Like people aren't expecting, you know, a night, you know, response or whatever. Um, I have been trying my best to just turn my phone off or just hide it from myself and just forget about it and walk away. And I realize when I start doing that, it's a lot, I come back even into the work a lot more refreshed, but the guilt is definitely there when I get home, and I'm still trying to do all the things that I was trying to do a couple hours prior at work when the nanny was there watching them. That's, you know, I'm supposed to be working and whatnot, but um, it's definitely when I get home, and I'm supposed to be 100% on them, but sometimes it, it doesn't happen, and it's not all the time, but you know, the times where life is a little bit more busy and whatnot, um, it could definitely get a little crazy and you feel guilty and that's natural <laughs> and it's good that you feel I feel that as well. Um, so if any of the moms out there are listening in, it's just, it's okay to feel guilty because then you're realizing that it's something that you are conscious of and that you're trying to improve on it and um, just hiding the phone, putting it away and saying, I'm not going to do this until I go to bed or something like that.
2: Right. And that's the reason I asked us that question, because I know that so many of our listeners are really struggling. With that. Like I yeah. said, I hear it all the time. And so one of the things, just a little nugget of encouragement that I wanted to give you as well of our listeners is that it's so... It's, something to hold on to is that it's so important for our children to see us doing these things. Mm-hmm. And not. I could get emotional thinking about it. And I don't even have kids. So <laughs> but I'm such an empath that like I can, <laughs> but anyways, um, it's so important that they don't see mom and dad hating their job all day every day and coming home and talking about how miserable it was and to instill in our children that motivation and that encouragement that you can go out there and you can do exactly what you want to do. And you know what? It took mom and dad a little while and maybe we missed a few bad times, but look at this awesome thing that we were able to create. You know what I mean? So that is something that I always, always encourage the moms in my group to think about is that. You're doing this so that you won't miss all the other things, you know what I mean? There are people who are in um, career fields who are going to miss huge future events because they can't make their own schedule or you know, so that's why you're putting in the work now and it doesn't it doesn't make those feelings disappear. But I think just like holding on to that a little bit um, can help. A little with that guilt and the other thing on more like a technical side is that i really like and have started recently using the app flipped um mm-hmm. which basically just turns off your phone just so you know you can get calls if you need them and those sorts of things but it starts off your email and your facebook and all of that um and i and you just push a button so like when i go to cook dinner because i find myself and this is just me and my husband i'm but i find myself like quickly making dinner and throwing things together and here's your plate and I'm going back to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like hit that button and I'm yeah. like, give me two hours. Then I can sit down. We can catch up on Grey's Anatomy, whatever we right. want to do. And then, and then I can go back to work. So that, right. that app has been super helpful for me.
1: Right. Yeah. That sounds, I'd have, I'm going to check that out for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All yeah. right. Next. Semi-hard question is um, so, and I'm curious of this because again, I don't have kids, but have you seen um, from families or friends, you share a lot of your family within <laughs> your business, within the Facebook group, um, definitely on an appropriate level. But <laughs> you know, it is a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of getting to know your family on a personal level. I love when you guys do um, the day in the life of the, you know, the yeah. stuff on the Instagram stories. That's <laughs> for me. Have you gotten any concern from your family? Family or friends seeing? Because I know there's such a stigma about people sharing their family mm-hmm. online. Is that something that you struggle with at all? Um,
1: Actually, not really. Um, and I think it's because there, it's not something I do 100% all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I do do it, I make sure it's you know tasteful and something that's relevant to or it teaches uh, a message with it or showing, you know, how I'm bouncing this and this or um, how our son named Auto and stuff like that. I know I did a, a video of our oldest son, Charlie, in the Facebook group like a month or so ago and he was just explaining what it was, what Auto was. And it was just something that adds, I love, love personal touches to big businesses. I think people relate more on a personal level even if it's you know a software company if you can relate to something um and love the personal side of the business as well you fall in love with the business too um so maybe that's my cheat <laughs> people, just like like, <laughs> people just like the kids
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to have a really cute kid your business is right
1: um but I believe it's just doing it in a um an appropriate way and just the amount that you're posting and stuff like that. But in terms of family or friends saying anything about it, not really at all. Um, Mostly it's just like, Hey, you didn't post that. Your, your brother helped you out sending all those packages. It's more like post more. So, um, awesome. yeah, yeah, so it's great having a supportive family behind you and right. everything
2: as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, that's something that I always think about because I have had um, friends who's, whose families who may be a little bit more conservative or mm-hmm. whatever, do have issues with them sharing pictures of their kids online, mm-hmm. even if they are tasteful and they're appropriate. Um, it can be something that's a really hard struggle with. So that's something that I was super uh, curious yeah. about. So it's cool.
1: definitely, I've heard many, many sides of the story, but for what I'm doing and everything, it's, it's working out so far.
2: <laughs> so hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. So I was taking notes as you were talking. So let's talk a little bit more about spreading yourself too thin, mm-hmm. um, more about kind of the staying in your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you do so many things within Dubsado and when you're starting a business, you have to do all the things. Right. <laughs> You don't have a budget to outsource things. You just can't. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the emotional wear and tear um, when it comes to, uh, besides the business aspects where Mm -hmm. outsourcing can help you get more things done and that sort of thing. But how do you keep the atmosphere in the Dubsado office more positive when you feel like you're doing all the things and maybe you don't have as much help as you would like to have, but everybody's trying to do all the things. Right. so what are maybe some special things that you do in the office or how do you let everyone know that, that, how much that they are appreciated, I
1: guess? It's just about hearing their ideas. There are the people that do work with us. They have brought us some amazing ideas. And it's just about listening um, to them as well. I mean, we're in the... Um, we're, we're, in the trenches with them. We're, we're doing, Jake and I are doing the exact same things that they are doing. Um, so it's not like we're just, Jake and I are just sitting around now and not doing anything. I mean, we are doing the same things and doing it just as hard as they are. Um, and you know, whenever a day is particularly hard, um, we, we tend to read emails in funny accents and that's what <laughs> can't believe I'm saying it, but that's what gets us through. We just pick like, um, a weird accent and we read it and we go for it. And that's what kind of like, if you know, it's a hard day, that's what gets us through with the emails and gets us through the, the big things. Um, so it kind of helps us all laugh and then relax a little bit. But I would say for the most part, definitely for the most part, our, our office morale here is it's very positive just because we have such great people working with us. Um, we have, um, yeah, some amazing positive people as well. So <laughs> it helps having people that work with you be super funny, too.. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be recording of all of
2: the email reading now. <laughs>
1: exactly. And definitely, the, yeah, <laughs> the way to um, everyone's heart is through food uh, as well. So we make sure to have some, you know, lots of tea around and we got some, and there's just something about drinking out of a Starbucks cup. We got these cups, even though we like, we make tea in the office, but like we got Starbucks cups and like, it, it <laughs> makes you feel really good. <laughs> makes yeah, it makes it feel it's like Instagram worthy. right? <laughs> So, I mean, it's just about, you know, keeping everyone fed and keeping it um, exciting. And we go out to um, lunch all the time. And that's where a lot of the, the funness happens as well is, you know, just taking time outside of work and actually doing things outside of work and enjoying each other um, when a computer's not in front of your face. And wow it helps that the people too that are working with you are also your best friends as well. So it's
2: That's awesome. It's
1: pretty fun here. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Okay. One last question for me. Yeah. So I don't want to leave Jacob out of this cause he's a huge part of this. So I would hear a little bit more about how mommy and daddy are keeping the romance alive. <laughs> when, yes. you are, yes. <laughs> when you are investing so much time <laughs> in your business, and then at home, you don't want to deal with the mom guilt mm-hmm. and you want to spend time with your kids and that's your whole day. That's all you've got. Right. Um, so what are you guys trying to go on dates? What are you guys doing to make sure that that is not neglected?
1: Yeah, um, I think a big thing is setting aside time where it's like, even if it's just in my head, like this is, I am not going to talk about anything business for the rest of the night. Um, and that, cause you know, we you know, when we got married, we didn't have pubs auto. We didn't have our, our businesses. Um, and we talked about other things that weren't business and it went just fine. But, um, yeah, the hardest part is, you know, you try to balance your kids, you try to balance your business. And usually the last thing that you try to balance is your relationship. And that kind of can sometimes take a back burner, but, um, whenever we feel that, you know, we might be too involved in business or trying to, you know, take care of kids. We just always try to say, let's not talk about anything business for the next whatever. Let's just veg out and watch Grey's Anatomy and just, <laughs> yeah, just enjoy the rest of the night. And um, that's when we start talking about the old things we used to talk about and all that because. There is life out, even though business is our life. There is life outside of business, and that's um, important to remember. Um, but yeah, definitely, when we can, we snag a date night, go out to dinner, and that's important too—to just not talk about things. But you know, if it comes up, we don't block it. It's not so, you know some taboo subject. Right. Um, that is Jake and I. That is who we are. Is you know we love running this business together, uh, um, and also an important part is being able to treat each other kindly at work as well. Um, you know, I can talk to Jake how I do, whatever, um, but it's just important to still be very kind and loving and everything, even though I do work with him and um, I can talk to him differently than I can talk to other people in the office. Right. But it's just having that same amount of respect as you would for someone else in the office as well. Um, you know, you got to...
2: Closer does it mean that
1: exactly yeah just You're just closer. right yeah so it's
2: you, just kind of piggybacking uh-huh. off of that um well I guess it would probably be the same answer but if you have a particularly harder day at work and maybe you are not feeling like he is your best friend at the moment <laughs> um <laughs> Um, are you are you kind of thinking that same thing when you get home? Like, let's leave that at work. Let's go home, love on our kids, and eat dinner together, and whatever. Do you find that difficult? Because for me, that's difficult.
1: Yes. <laughs> it it is. is. I'm more of a. We need to talk about it and then we can get. I'm more of a let's talk about it kind of person. Um, but he's more of a let's just forget about it and move on. Um, so I guess I can probably learn more from him in yeah. that because I think that might be the better approach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> the that are exactly the same. I'm the person that's like, no, I want to figure this out yeah. right now. He's like, yeah. I'm just going to go to sleep and everything will be fine in the morning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. And I'm like laying there, like, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: but okay. Um, awesome. yeah. well, thank you so much for letting me get personal with you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. I could talk all day long about. I think it's so fascinating, one because a big goal for me is for me and Caleb to work together mm-hmm. in the future um, as Baytown grows, and so it's so fascinating to me how couples are able to make it work. Because when I start thinking about it, I get a little overwhelmed with spending so much time together mm-hmm. and still myself and who I am um, apart from him so it's super super fascinating
1: to me Yeah, it's definitely um, a really neat thing if you're able to do work with your spouse do it it's a very fun thing when you know it has its ups and its downs yeah. and it's hard but it's so worth it because it's like having another you know they can mentally they get you <laughs> they get you <laughs> up there so you know it's if you could do it do it
2: <laughs> Awesome! I love it Danny, what
1: else you got for us? I just want to know where people can stalk you on the interwebs. Yes, well, if you haven't heard of Dubsado, you can go to dubsado.com. That's uh, the client management assistance if you want to go there. Um, and then Dubsado's Instagram is my Dubsado. But if you want to stalk me personally and see all the pictures of our kids, because that's like the only thing I post on our personal one, um, it's Becca Liz underscore. Um, And that's all the personal things on there and life at home. So that's where you can find me. (laughs) So good. Well, thank
0: you so much for being on today. And I know that our listeners are just going to love you. Thank you so much for having me. It's fun.